we have the ability to play with anybody in this league. And we all know, those of us who have been in the league long enough, you just have to get hot at the right time. And I've said that before, and we really felt like we were. Even in those losses to the Chargers and the 49ers, we felt like, okay, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot a little bit, but we're still a good team. And we felt like we showed that at the end of December and, and all the way through January. And so, no, I don't think if you'd have seen anybody on December 15th, is this an unrealistic expectation? I think everybody would have said, no, this is, we, we could do this. So, you know, here we are. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook, the voice there of Zach Taylor, head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they got hot at the right time, and here they are heading to a Super Bowl. Let's talk some Super Bowl 56 and some props here. Prop Swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. The football playoffs are here, and prop swappers are cashing in. Find the best odds on Prop Swap. When you buy directly from other bettors, go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. So, Joe, you teased a a prop that you have circled already for Super Bowl 56. What are you thinking? Well, should we talk the side? There's side total news again. Do you see the movement? Now, not not so much on FanDuel. There's still four... 48 and a half total dropped a little bit. Remember this thing opened at 50. Yeah. Uh, Championship I think it dropped Sunday a full evening. point since yesterday, right? 49 and a half was yesterday. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. And 48 and a half is across the board, but what started happening that I noticed late yesterday is four and a half started popping up. Mm. Like Lombardi was saying that he expects it to go up. Well, I'd say at about half the books, it seems like a 50, 50 split right now. Uh, they're deciding between four and a half, and four, Fandle still sitting at four. Fandle was one of the last to move from three and a half to four, so maybe they're holding out again. But um, a lot of the the sharper Vegas books are already at four and a half. I mean, this thing's not going to close four and a half or five, so what direction are we looking? Could it go back again? Money will come in on Burrow at some point, public right. money. I, I just, maybe. I feel maybe. like if the number keeps climbing – your, your casual better is going to come in and go like, I just watched that guy beat the Chiefs. He was a seven and a half point underdog. I'm going to get five points for Joe, with Joe Burrow. I, I'd i have to take that. I, I think a lot of people would think like that. I, I feel like public I, I, money, I'm thinking like that. Yeah, I know, but I think public <laughs> money will come I'm in on Burrow. <laughs> but I guess the sharp money's all over the Rams. I mean, that's why we see that we're seeing these moving here for two days. Yeah. I mean, and I understand matchup wise, but that is – that's truly fascinating. And you have a coach that's never dealt with the Super Bowl week and the, the extra prop and McVay's been here before. I mean, there are a lot of lot of different angles to take a look at. We'll cover all of them over the next couple of weeks. But I find it interesting. Usually the Super Bowl side in total is so sharp. You don't see a ton of movement. Okay, maybe right. a little bit early like we saw on Sunday night. And then it settles in. Well, we're sitting here on Tuesday morning. It hasn't settled in yet. And some are deciding between four and a, four and a half right now. I doubt it closes at four. Four and a half. So curious. Is it is it going to come down a little bit? Uh, back to where it started at three and a half or four when the heavy public money comes in. This is one of the few sporting events where the public does uh, control where the line goes. Right. Or is it going to continue to climb? I can't see it getting up much more, right? I can't how, either. How, I mean, how, I, it can't get to six, can it? Why would it? I mean, I don't think the matchup says that, does it? And we, we know we talk no. about the offensive line, defensive line, and, and the initially what, what the Rams have over the Bengals, Aaron. But I'd be shocked if this is six points. I don't think the Rams are six points better on paper than the Bengals. 
Yeah, it's hard to gauge this one because, you know, in the past we've seen like a Tom Brady, for example, the Patriots, you know, um, teams who have been there before that seem like heavy favorites. And now you've got two teams who have been kind of inconsistent all season long. And you've got a team like the Bengals and Joe Burrow who, you know, they're down and have these comebacks. So it's kind of hard to gauge what you're going to get. Um, you know, the Rams get to stay home. So you kind of like that edge there. But again, you know, in this day and age, I'm sure the Bengals are going to prepare and, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal traveling to LA, maybe a little more distraction for the Bengals players, friends and family bugging them for tickets and accommodations. Maybe, <laughs> you know, the Rams players don't have to deal with that as much, but it's going to be interesting. I, I kind of, you know, when I saw this move, I thought about betting it on the Bengals side. Yeah. Cause that's what I'm curious. What, what's the high point here is, is this it? Is it, is it going to get to five? Right now, I'd say no, because you have a lot of books holding out sitting at four. Four and a half? We're going to, we're going to sit at four and a half? This, like might be, this might be it, and then it could come back down. Uh, and if it I, does, I might kick myself for not taking it, the four and a half or the four with the Bengals. Yeah, the four and a but, half seems good. But at least a four, four would be all right. Anyways, I mean, that, that clearly stood out to me. So... Usually we have to wait. We have to wait till later in the first week to get a lot of these props. But mm -hmm. what's really cool now with legalization is we have so many options available. Now on FanDuel, I believe this is going to be a lower scoring game. I agree with the sports betting market. Some of the sharper bettors that have brought this number down from 50 to 48 and a half. They're expecting the under. I'm with them. Um, it's cool that on, for instance, FanDuel, the show sponsor, that they already have a bunch of Super Bowl specials. If we were to, to rattle some off, Chase and Cup to combine for 200-plus receiving yards. Chase or Cup to score two-plus touchdowns. Mixon or Akers to have 100-plus rushing yards. Burrow and Stafford to combine for 600-plus passing yards. Right now, you know, I'm just looking through this. There's got to be like 20 of those options right mm -hmm. now. Uh, looking down, uh, Evan McPherson to kick the game-winning walk-off field goal. At the end of regulation, the winning margin must be three points or less. Any non-quarterback to complete a passing touchdown, 14 to 1. My guy, Ben Skoronek, uh, to record a 50-yard reception. Never going to happen, but it's 25 to 1 if you want to bet it. They have Skoronek props the Tuesday after we just got the matchup. But since I think it's going to be a lower-scoring affair, it would make no sense for me to jump on any of these, like Burrow to throw three-plus touchdowns, Mixon to have 75-plus receiving yards, because I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. Um, it's cool. It, it, now, if you think you're betting the over, these are things to take a look at. But for me, I'm not going to be jumping in on any of these because it's I'm expecting maybe a game in the 20s. Maybe one team doesn't even get to 20. Ooh, that would be a very low scoring. Game. I mean, unless it's a it's a yeah. wide margin, right? If we if we get a team that doesn't get to twenty in this game, um, yeah. The one one the one that I looked at because you threw out all the specials here. The one that I looked at that that was interesting. Uh, McPherson eight total kicking points, and Joe Burrow to have fifteen plus rushing yards. Um, you know, we know McPherson has been money. You add the numbers up there. What's that? That's two field goals and two touchdowns. That doesn't seem like mm -hmm. a whole lot of points that 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 would have to equal for him to get to. And if Burrow is pressured like he was last week and he has to move around a little bit, 15 yards is certainly doable for him. That that's an interesting prop there. Combining the and it doesn't you don't need to have a high scoring game for that to happen. Re right? Repeat that one again. So it is plus 250 on Evan McPherson have eight 
plus total kicking points. Kicking points. Right? So three field goals or Ooh. two field goals, two extra points. That's not bad. And, and 15 plus yards for Burrow rushing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I take like a look that. at that one. That's not bad at all. Okay, I, I have one. Ooh, all right, ooh, go ahead. Me, me, me. <laughs> I, say, I say I'll I'll get to mine after after you. Okay. Okay. Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup over 199.5 combined receiving yards. I feel like they could easily do that. Me too. Um, so basically, so 200 or more. Um, it's plus 105, but mm -hmm. I really like that one. So Cup's total by himself is 104 and a half. Remember we were kidding yesterday, like how high can they put Cooper Cup? He's 104 and a half by himself. And I believe his catch prop is at eight and a half. So, I mean, Cooper Cup is going to carry you here, Aaron, if you do this. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not going to need a ton from Chase. I feel like Cooper Cup probably gets to 110, 120 yards by himself. Possibly 150. <laughs> and then I just Good. need Jamar with another 50 is what mm -hmm. I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe uh, that was too optimistic, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that is definitely doable. Um, and you're getting plus money. I would think so. I mean, we talked about Cup being the MVP. He might have to get most of that if he's going to be in the the race for the MVP in this game, right? Mm -hmm. If he gets to the 140s, and then if he if one of them can get to like 130, 140, somewhere in that range, you're asking the other dude to get 60, 70. It makes sense. It should happen. What's the number, Aaron? It's plus 105. It's not like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, but so, still it's plus money by the time the end of next week rolls around. Who knows what that might be? You know? I'm, I'm seeing plus 115. Yeah. Okay. Another, oh, okay. Way to, another way to do it. Now, it's not perfect because like Cup could get you there with 150, like you said, right? And Chase doesn't have to do as much. But if you parlayed both of their overs, just like their individual overs, 104 and a half for Cup, 78 and a half for Chase. That's plus yeah. 235. Ooh, I like that. So, yeah, he's like, if you think they're both going to have big games, instead of just saying Cup's going to carry you and you've seen a little bit from Chase. But there's, you, know, you could also lose that, right? That's a good right? idea. Like, Chase can only have 60 and Cup get, gets you 120 and, you know, you would have won or whatever. So just mm -hmm. another way to look at the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I wanted to circle back to the Borough rushing yards, too. Uh, so in the playoffs, there's three playoff games. He had 25 against Kansas City, but he had almost nothing against Tennessee and Vegas. And in the regular season, this surprised me because I was expecting, I feel like we've seen him, maybe it's because we saw it on Sunday recency bias, right. all those third down rushes. Uh, I felt like during the season, we saw him run a lot more. No, that is not the case. How many games two. over 15? A few? Two. Just two. The McPherson part I'm in on, it's the Burrow part that scares me. So, so I'm looking now. I, I got the I got his game yeah. logs up. He had one, two, three, four, five at double digits, but not quite 15, right? Like 11s, 10s. Correct. In that range. I wonder if he runs when he has to, and most of the time he like he doesn't have to. It's interesting because he can move a yeah. little bit. He moved better on Sunday. Like I guess in my mind it was like. You know, he had the ACL last year. He's not a mobile quarterback like some of the other young guys. He's not Allen. He's not Herbert. But I, I thought he moved well when he had to on Sunday. It, he's not going to run when they're winning by a lot or losing by a lot, too. So it's got to be a competitive matchup. So just something to consider. Um, it, it, it looks good. I could see him going to 15. 
But yeah, however you think the game flow is going to go. All right, here's the one that I like that stood out to me. And then I started digging into a few things. I'm like, oh yeah, I really like this one. Okay. Will either team score a touchdown on their opening drive? Mm, so yes. we know th- we know the Bengals have had their issues to start games. One of the worst offenses in the first quarter. So I started looking, okay, Kansas City game, no. Tennessee, they had a field goal, no. Uh, Vegas, yes, they did open the game with a touchdown. Then I start going through the, re- the end of the regular season. Cleveland, no. KC, no. Baltimore, no. De- Denver, no. San Francisco, no. Chargers, no. Eight of their last nine games, the Bengals have not opened the game with the touchdown on their opening drive. So then I go to the Rams. Oh, they're a prolific offense. McVay, Stafford on the script. It's going to be quite different. San Francisco, no. Tampa Bay, they opened with a field goal. Arizona, no. To the regular season. San Francisco, they opened with a field goal. Baltimore, no. Minnesota game, yes. Seattle, no, with a field goal. Arizona, no. Jacksonville, no, with a field goal. Green Bay, no. San Francisco, no. Interception. Tennessee, no. 11 of the last 12 Rams games, they have not opened with a touchdown. So we've got on on the Bengals side, eight of their last nine, no touchdown opening drive. Rams side, 11 of the last 12, no touchdown on the opening drive. The no at FanDuel is minus 138. I like the no. Um I do. I think you laid it out well. So with that, if you want, you could combine these things. You're, you're one idea into another. Mm-hmm. If you look at the market for scoring in the Super Bowl on FanDuel, you can bet on the first scoring play for each individual team. So the first scoring play would be touchdown, field goal, safety. Right, the three ways you can score points. You get plus money on both teams as their first scoring play as a field goal. Plus 115 on the Bengals, plus 145 on the Rams. Both, I mean, certainly we know McVay's conservative, right? Fourth and yes. three from the 37 or 34, he's probably kicking that long field goal to try to go up 3 nothing. I like those. I, I think at least one of these teams' first scoring is a field goal, at least one. So at least since I have it, those nine games and the Cincinnati ones I liked, two of them, two of them were a field goal. And of the 12 Rams games I looked at, Two, three, four were a field goal. Hmm. So I wonder if they're offering you enough. Right. I could see it. Well, but if if you're going with my bet, field goal, you still win because it's not a touchdown. Right. Right. Although I kind of like this. Will any quarter be scoreless? Yes. Plus 380. You could also first, do that. Well, I started yeah. to look at that and then yeah. – the 380 was enticing, and then I started to look I'm like, oh man, that's just not happening. But I looked it did because with the Rams and the Niners, right? And that was, that was the only example of either team lately. So first quarters and Super Bowls tend to be lower scoring anyway. Like they feel it out. Two they do. more conservative teams, slow starting Bengals. What about this one? Lowest scoring quarter, first quarters plus two ten. Lowest scoring quarter, plus two ten in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I that mean, those are ones seems safer. Yeah. <laughs> ones I always look at and, you know, we'll talk about this in the next two weeks is uh, the higher scoring half, second half. If you can find a good price on that, usually that hits in the Super Bowl. Noel, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sports. We go off the board next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.